One of the things that stops small business owners from creating marketing content consistently is this feeling of being uninspired, of having no idea what to say in the first place. If you can relate to this, you are in good company. So many of us struggle with knowing what our marketing content should actually be about. But I am here to help. I have come up with 100 prompts that you can use to guide your marketing from your social media posts to your emails to your longer form content. I guarantee that these prompts will get you inspired and that you'll have more ideas than you even know what to do with. You can download this list of 100 marketing prompts for free at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100 prompts. That's makinggoodpodcast.com slash 100-P-R-O-M-P-T-S. Welcome back to Making Good, the podcast for small businesses who want to make a big impact. I'm your host, Lauren Tilden, and this is episode 45. For me, there are not very many things that feel as good as getting things done. I keep a paper to-do list just near my desk so that I can experience one of life's simple but wonderful treasures, the joy of crossing something off my to-do list. Now, let me say up front, I am not a productivity expert. In fact, I have struggled with productivity as much as anyone. But I'm also someone who, when I put my mind to it, has learned how to get a lot of things done relatively quickly. So I wanted to share from my own experience what helps me get things done. I have quite a few tips, but really view it as one thing that is so super critical that if you want to get things done, you have to do. And then some other tips you can consider as well. So let's start with that number one super critical thing. It is this. You have to get to know yourself. I feel like I can hear a collective groan from here just saying that. And truthfully, if I were listening to this podcast and got that piece of advice, I'd probably roll my eyes too. But hear me out. I am a little bit obsessed with productivity. I've read Getting Things Done by David Allen. I've tried Basecamp, Trello, Asana, ClickUp, and just about every project management tool there is. I've read productivity blogs upon blogs and articles upon articles. I've adjusted my work schedule. I've tried themed days. I've set up accountability check-ins. If there was someone out there who said, try my system to get stuff done efficiently, I've probably tried their method. And most of these methods logically make sense. And as different as they are, each one of these methods also works for a lot of people. But they didn't all work for me, which brings me back to this number one most important factor when it comes to getting stuff done. And that is knowing yourself. So what do I mean? Well, for me personally, here are some things that I know about myself that really come into play when it comes to my productivity. The first thing is that I know I'm more motivated when other people are involved. When other people know my dates and deadlines, that makes me much more likely to meet them. For example, you know that this podcast comes out every Tuesday. So come hell or high water, I make sure that there's an episode waiting for you every Tuesday. Yes, it's good marketing practice to be consistent and release your content on a reliable basis. But more than that, I feel accountable to you, and that little bit of pressure helps me get stuff done. Another thing I know about myself is that I know I don't do any good work after late afternoon. I do spend a little bit too much time working, and often at night I'll be curled up on the couch with my laptop after dinner. But if I'm honest with myself, and I'll be honest with you, 
I can say that I really don't get many useful things done after about 4 or 5 p.m. Keeping up with email or social media, those things I can definitely do at night when I'm not as focused, but anything that requires any level of mental energy really needs to be done earlier in the day. I also know that my surroundings affect me. I have a really hard time being productive when there's a mess around me. If my desk or office are messy, or if I'm working in the living room and my dog has shred a paper bag and left the scraps all over the floor, I have a really hard time focusing. I know that I'm easily distracted. Noises and interruptions really throw me off. So for that reason, I very consciously use a tool that has productivity-proven music and sounds on my headphones, and I keep it playing all day long so I can't be distracted. I've also turned the notifications fully off of almost all the apps on my phone, definitely Instagram, and that helps a lot. Another thing I know about myself is that I know I need to let good enough be enough. I tend toward perfectionism, but when I give in to perfectionism, I tend to never put anything out into the world. So in the interest of continuing to get a lot of things done, I try to live by the mantra that done is better than perfect, or I've often heard the quote, Perfect is the enemy of the good. And the last thing that I know about myself that comes into play when it comes to productivity is that I know that I respond well to small joys throughout the day. For example, I love to have a warm beverage by my side while I work. So most of the day I have a coffee or a decaf or occasionally even a tea on my desk. I know that I love great office supplies. So I always make sure I have my nice notepads and my super specific pens to doodle and write my to-do list. Right now it's winter, so I usually make sure to have my cozy slippers and sometimes even a robe with me just to get as comfortable as possible. These factors all make a huge impact on me and my ability to cross things off my to-do list. But I know that for some people, a lot of these are completely irrelevant to their ability to get things done and other things might come into play. So I would encourage you to do a bit of an inventory with yourself. Here's how I'd go about starting to get to know yourself and the way that you work. Let's think of some times that you were working on something that you had to do for your business, not your favorite thing that you would do all day because you love it so much, just a routine task in your business that you do because you have to. So let's think about some instances that you've been able to work very, very productively and get things done efficiently. Then I would try to analyze why you were able to be so productive. Where were you? Were you in public? Were you at home? What kinds of conditions were around you? Was it tidy, cluttered? Did it matter? What kinds of noises were you hearing? Were you in a cafe? Did you hear anything on your headphones? Did you have a deadline? How far away was that deadline? Did anyone know about the deadline except for you? Did you have fun materials, beverages, or other things to look forward to that helped motivate you? Had you done any kind of mindfulness practice that day? What time was it? How much sleep had you had? You get the idea. I've spent so much of the last few years just getting to know myself and making small tweaks to my life and then later to my business to make them both work better for me, to make them more aligned with who I am and how I operate. And as I'm constantly understanding myself better, I'm always making small changes to the way I work. And I'm also starting to get more and more done. I do not think it's any coincidence. Okay, so knowing yourself is really the big one, as I said, when it comes to productivity and actually getting stuff done. 
But I also have a bunch of other ideas and tips that you could consider that I wanted to share with you here. So as we discussed, the first tip is to know yourself. The second tip is to consider what you like doing. Early on in our businesses, usually we're the only ones in there and we're doing everything from bookkeeping to shipping to graphic design. But as time goes on, we start making a little bit of money and we are able to hire out certain things. One way that I've started to make this choice of what to hire out is to think about what I love doing and make sure that those are the things that stay on my plate. And then when I think about things that I hate doing, that I tend to put off and resist, those are the things that if I can, I delegate. My third tip is to get super clear on your why and also the why behind every task on your list. Knowing why you're doing the work you're doing is so critical when it comes to finding the motivation to get through what often feels like an endless to-do list. There are a bunch of ways to get clear on your why, and one resource that is always recommended for this is the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek, which I have to say I've never fully finished reading for some reason, but it comes highly recommended by so many people. If you want to get clear on your values, this may also help create some clarity around why you do what you do. And I have a great resource for that. You can download the Good Business Workbook at makinggoodpodcast.com slash goodbusiness. When it comes to productivity, this gets even more powerful when we can tie each task on our list to our why. An example might be this. Let's say that an item on my to-do list is to reach out to new stores who might be interested in carrying Good Sheila greeting cards. Reaching out to people, most of whom won't ever contact me back, isn't always the most fun thing to do. But when I can tie it back to the impact I know my business makes, that the more I reach out, the more accounts I'll be able to have for Good Sheila, the more accounts we have, the more sales we make, and the more sales we make, the more we're able to give back. That is the kind of thing that helps to re-motivate me. My fourth tip is to do a brain dump. I've talked about this before on this podcast, but brain dumps are the closest thing to a secret weapon that I think I have. Whenever I feel paralyzed or stuck, or whenever I just feel like everything is too much work, or I don't know where to start, I spend some time just writing anything down that's on my mind. I don't organize it as it's coming out. I don't censor it. I'll end up writing some things on my personal to-do list, things I have to do for my house, right alongside all of my work tasks. But the act of just letting everything that's stressing you out and taking up space in your brain get down on paper really helps you to start making sense of what you have on your plate and start making some decisions about how to proceed. Tip number five is to break things down into the smallest possible steps. This is a weirdly effective way to make things that seem overwhelming just much more approachable. Do something huge on your list, like let's say creating a digital course. That can just seem so daunting that often we'll ignore those things and just keep pushing them back. But breaking these huge tasks up into small steps can help us to actually start taking action. For example, if the task really is to create a digital course, we could start to break that down by listing everything that we can think of that would need to be done. It could be things like finding some experts on course creation and read their content. Do a poll on Instagram for my audience to see which course topic they're most interested in and what questions they might have. It might be to brainstorm different subtopics that would be included in the course, etc. My sixth tip is to use the Pomodoro technique. The Pomodoro technique or the Pomodoro method is when you work in 25-minute spurts followed by a 5-minute break. 
got its name from whoever invented it, who was just using a Pomodoro tomato kitchen timer to set these sprints. It's really as simple as you set an alarm for 25 minutes, and until the alarm goes off, you work, knowing that when 25 minutes are up, you can take a five-minute break, check your phone, social media, play Tetris, etc., and then start again. Here's a fun fact. The Pomodoro technique works so well that my partner and I actually use it when we need to clean our house. When our house starts to get a little bit messy, at a certain point, one of us will say, hey, do you want to do a Pomodoro? And we'll set a 25-minute timer, put on some music, and get cleaning. It is amazing how much you can get done in 25 focused minutes. My tip number seven is to batch your work. I have to admit, this is something I don't always do a great job with. But when I have put it into practice, it helps me get stuff done so much faster and more efficiently. You can think of batching like turning your work tasks into an assembly line. Let's talk about creating podcast episodes, for example. Here's a brief summary of the process I use to create each of these episodes. First, I brainstorm the topic. Then I write out what I want to say in the episode. Then I record the episode. Then I edit the episode. (laughs) Then I upload it to my hosting service. Then I write the show notes. Then I schedule both of them to go live at the same time. And then I promote it by social me- on social media and by email. The instinct that most of us have is just to do this process episode by episode, going from start to finish. But it's actually so much more efficient if we break this process up into different individual tasks and do a lot of each task before moving on to the next one. For podcasting, if I wanted to do some batching, that would mean working on each step of the process for many episodes at a time. So let's say I want to batch six episodes. So first, I would start with step one, brainstorming and deciding on six topics. Then I would spend the time writing the content for each topic individually, one after the other. Then I'd spend some time recording all all of the episodes. Then I would spend time editing all of the episodes, etc. When we do this, we stop ourselves from switching back and forth between tasks all day and we allow ourselves to stay really focused and productive. Here are some ways you could apply this. You could check your email twice per day and do all of your email work then, rather than just intermittently throughout the day. You could schedule a full week or even month worth of social media posts in one sitting. You could write a month worth of email marketing or blog posts at one time. If you work with clients, you might decide to set aside one to two days per week and keep your client calls only on those days. If you make products, you might divide the process of creating your products up into different stages for efficiency. There are so many ways to apply this concept of batching. And like I said, I'm definitely not a wizard at this by any means. But I do know that every time I apply it, I'm amazed by what I can get done. Tip number eight is to prioritize connection. One thing that really surprised me for some reason when I started my business was how isolated I felt pretty quickly. I'm an introvert and I love me some alone time. So I think from the outset, I felt like small business was something I could do completely on my own and I'd be great. But finding people to check in with and connect with has made such a huge impact on me and how much I enjoy my work. Yes, finding and making other small business friends to chat with is amazing. But even before you get to that point, it could be just making a point to text a friend or a family member during the day give your mom a call at lunch or whatever it is to help you take a break in the middle of your workday. 
I find that making sure I'm not completely going at it alone helps me stay motivated and feel positive. It can also be really helpful to run whatever challenges you're facing in your business by other people and get their reaction. When we work for and by ourselves, sometimes we can get in our heads about things and make things into a bigger deal than they really need to be. But getting a second set of eyes or opinion can provide a much needed reality check that sometimes is just what you need to take the next step. And my final tip, tip number nine, is to take breaks. Friends, this tip is hard earned and it's a lesson I am still learning. But motivation is really a magic ingredient when it comes to getting stuff done. And it's hard to have much motivation when we're burned out or even just vaguely overworked. I am not always great at balance. I know this, but I can tell you that I never feel more excited and energized to work on my business than after I've taken a step away or at least slowed down for a while. For me, this even works on a micro level. I love to intersperse long breaks into my work days, breaks like going grocery shopping or for a long walk with my dog as a complete reset. And then, of course, on a longer term basis, taking days off, taking weekends off, taking vacation and holidays. I'm guilty of getting so wrapped up in what I'm working on that I just want to work all the time. But I really am working on this, trying to step away more than I'm inclined to. Because the only way to hold on to that feeling of excitement and enthusiasm is to not overdo it and push myself to burn out, which I have done as recently as December. So this tip might be a do as I say, not as I do kind of tip, but I stand by it. Okay, I know I said that was the last tip, but surprise, I have a bonus tip. My bonus tip is my favorite productivity tool, which is called Focus at Will. This might sound like an advertisement, but I am not an affiliate and I get no kickback for talking to you about Focus at Will. It's just something I love that much. Focus at Will is a website that you can tune into and listen while you work, and it provides music and sounds that are scientifically optimized to help keep your head in the zone. I have been using it for years, and I am constantly amazed by how how well it works. I actually have a lifetime membership. It isn't free, but there is a free trial, so you could try it out and see if you like it, and then there's a small monthly payment if you want to keep using it. I will link it in the show notes. All right, turns out I have a lot to say about getting things done. I hope this episode was useful to you and that you were able to pick out a tip or two that you can put into use. I also want to reemphasize how taking the time to really get to know yourself, what motivates you, and how you work best is so powerful because nothing will make you more productive than organizing your life and your work around what is best for you. Podcasting can sometimes feel like you're talking into the void, so I would love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and tag me on Instagram at Lauren Tilden. That's at L-A-U-R-E-N-T-I-L-D-E-N. I'd love to say hello to you. You can find links to the resources I mentioned in this episode at makinggoodpodcast.com slash 45. This is your first time tuning in and you're interested in learning more about my businesses. Check out my plant inspired stationery company, Good Sheila at goodsheila.com or Seattle retail shop station seven station, the number seven seattle.com. Thank you for being here and for focusing on making a difference with your small business. Talk to you next time.